Good morning. You're listening to Morning Musings on Divine Mercy Radio with Matthew Hogan. And now, here's Matthew. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Morning Musings. This is Matthew Hogan, and this is going to be part two of a multiple-part segment with Father Fred. One of the greatest things about Father Fred is once we get started on a topic, it's kind of hard to stop because both of us love to talk. So I hope you enjoy this next segment. I think it fits pretty well because never a dull moment can also be one way of just going into every single day and expecting something new and exciting and trusting God to kind of take control and help you out. (laughs) Yep. So another thing you've done over the years is you worked at the campus center over here at Fort Hayes State University. And Mm -hmm. I've had many, many people come up and tell me that when I go back to Salina, always to say hi to Father Fred. So from everyone who's ever told me that, they say hello. I think it was at least 20. So just as a heads up. And then the other thing is, is you also, I think you've taught at schools before as well. So Mm -hmm. what really draws you to working with youth and people in a kind of, well, at least a younger station, somebody who's kind of figuring things out like in high school or college. What really draws you to that? Well, actually, it's kind of odd. You know, the first seven years I was ordained from 93 to 2000, I was here at the cathedral. And I was sent here because I speak Spanish. And a big chunk of my time was spent dealing with the Hispanic community here, which was, that was, that was I enjoyed that. You know, they, they welcome you into their families and their homes, and you're just part of the family and everything. And, and then I got transferred out to Hayes to run the campus center. I did not know squat about running a campus center. You know, they talk about campus ministry this and campus ministry that. But the one thing I did know is the college kids like to eat. And so I would always have make sure I had lots of food on hand. And then so the kids would come to the campus center a lot. And then we kind of started building up programs. But the thing of it is, is again, looking at the work of the Holy Spirit, when I look at the, at the, the good things that came out of the campus center in the 19 years I was there, most, it all, it all was the work of the Holy Spirit. I mean, I was just kind of a, you know, hapless lackey in there, just, you know, doing the best I could to understand what's going on. I know that, you know, many years ago, I can't remember how many it was. The kids themselves, they come up and they go, well, Father, we want to do 24-hour adoration. And I said, we already got an adoration chapel over there in Immaculate Heart. Just go over there. Well, no, but we want to do it here. I said, you guys aren't going to be able to get enough people to come in and, you know, for 24 hours a day, seven days a week. What are you going to do over the breaks? And the, No, 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 you don't understand. We just want to do 24 hours, like from Tuesday to Wednesday. We would start after Mass on Tuesday and then close up before Mass on Wednesday. I said, oh, yeah, you could do that. I said, but you got to make double day sure you got people here for all those hours and one of the girls holds up a piece of paper we already got them signed up father okay and it is my opinion that once they got that adoration going that's when the life at the campus center took off like a rocket we had we started having more and more participation just in the catholic disciples group and we started you know seeing an uptick in vocations and we started seeing you know whenever we would have the the crossroads retreat every year we'd always have that every year in november the week before thanksgiving break and there were there was a couple of years I thought we we're gonna have to cancel it because we there just nobody was signing up and we and we they'd end up you know with five or six people signing up and everything. After they started adoration, they would tell the kids, "Okay, sign up for Crossroads starts on such and such a day at six in the morning." And and there'd be kids at the at the campus center at five thirty waiting to sign up for Crossroads, and it would fill up in twenty minutes. And but again, see all of that 
in my opinion, was the fruits of adoration which the kids started. And so, again, I can't take credit for that. It was the kids and the Holy Spirit. I mean, the only thing I can take credit for is I said yes to it. And that was, you know, that was the thing. You know, I just kind of went into the whole thing blind. I just kind of did the best I could. And again, thanks to the Holy Spirit, things turned out pretty well. Then while I was there, TMP called up and wanted to know if I could teach. They wanted me to teach one hour of sophomore religion a day. And I said, I'll do whatever I have to do to help out. I said, but the thing is, who's teaching the other two? Because they had, they had three sections. Well, so-and-so's teaching section two and so-and-so's teaching section three. I said, well, if I'm going to do this, I would just as soon teach them all myself because, you know, there, there's not going to be any consistency of product between the three classes. Oh, sure. Yeah, you can do that. So I started, started doing that. And um, when I started, it was the curriculum guidelines that we had from the diocese, which were practically non-existent, said that sophomores were supposed to be studying the Bible. I said, okay, fine. So I got a bunch of copies of the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible, and I had a bunch of handouts that I had worked on over the years. And I said, get your Bibles out, start at Genesis 1-1, here we go. And so that's what I did the first you know, year I was there and the second year. Third or fourth year, the Midwest Theological Forum came up with a really good um, series of, of high school religion textbooks, which I ended up writing all the workbooks for those. And, and then we had a good curriculum. And, and so for the last, I don't know, gosh, what was it, probably eight years I was at TMP, we were using those, those Didache books with the workbooks that I wrote, and we, we were getting a really good result out of that. But, but my point, though, is, is you're asking, how did I get into dealing with young people? <laughs> this is the deal about the priesthood. You don't know what you're getting into. You know, like I said, I, whenever I was first assigned to the cathedral, I was newly ordained. I thought, well, it looks like I'm going to be doing Hispanic ministry. Well, the next thing you know, boom, I'm out of Hispanic ministry. I'm into campus ministry. And then, boom, I'm into teaching high school full-time. And I did that for a number of years. And whenever I took over as pastor at St. Joe's in 2012... I had to give up my teaching job, which broke my heart, um, and then I kept on running the campus center for another six years, and 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 was at St. Joe's for six years, and and then I'm back here at, at the cathedral again, working with Hispanic. And for the past three years, I did teach it at Sacred Heart High, which was an easy thing to do because I had all my stuff from all those years I taught at TMB, and so I just got my materials out and started teaching it again. And and again, like you said, unfortunately, with the stuff I got to do now, I just couldn't go back and teach next year because I got too much other stuff to do. Like I said, how did I get into it it's the holy spirit just has all kinds of things in mind for you that you never really know about yeah and one thing i should cover because it's also been something that you've been around for at least the last 15 years now is the radio stations here at divine mercy radio because you were here in hayes when it first originally opened up and you've also been in salina i think during most of the time where our salina station has recently been opened over the last couple of years so it's just kind of curious if you might like to if you have any thoughts about like what catholic radio has meant to the hayes area and then also later the Salina area as you've been working there. Oh, don't get me started on Catholic radio. That's, you know, again, the Holy Spirit, this time acting through Donetta Robin. You know, when, when Donetta first um, started, wanted to get KVDM going there in, 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 in Hayes, she did, you know, what they t- what people tell you. She, well, you need to contact the experts. You know, you need to put together a board of people that know what they're doing. And, and so she, you know, got me, not that I knew what I was doing, but, but I would be kind of the spiritual director for the station. But then she was, you know, she got some other, you know, kind of professionals in the, in the community, people that knew about, you know, money and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And and we're all going, eh, Donetta, I don't think this is going to work. You know, the, to do this, you're going to have to have this and this and this and this and this. And I don't know if you're going to be able to pull that off. And that, that was the expert's advice. So what did she do? She does it anyway. I mean, she got this radio station up and running and everything. And 
And, you know, after she got it up and running, you know, I, I was the future director for the station for, for a number of years. I don't know how many. And then in the meantime, then Father Josh Wirth was the one that kind of got the double-edged sword show going. And I still, when I have time and when I come up with an idea, I'll put down a, about an hour-long show and send it to Danetta and she puts it on the air. And, and um, but, but Catholic Radio has just been fantastic. I mean, the... It's been such a blessing for the Hayes area and now for the Salina area. I tell this story a lot because it keeps happening. It isn't like it happened once and I just keep on, you know, rehashing an old story. But, you know, I, I hear confessions here at the cathedral six, seven days a week. I did the same thing in Hayes. You know, we had confessions every day at the campus center and then weekend confessions at, at, at St. Joe's and everything. And it just, it's not uncommon. It doesn't happen every day, but it's not uncommon, I don't know, two, three, four times a year. You just sit in the confessional, you know, and somebody comes in, name of the Father and Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Well, yeah, Father, uh, it's been 37 years since my last confession, but I've been listening to the Catholic radio station, and I think it's time. And so, you know, Catholic radio is, is saving souls. Thank you, everyone, and we will now return to the Sunrise Morning Show.